0: Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York, welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain
1: Caveman!
2: Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Hello, my good friend, Raymond. How are you doing this fine day, sir?
0: I'm pretty good. It's a good it's a good weekend. We had some good fights at K4. Yeah. Supernatural.
2: You're so dark, I can't even see you. I like it. Oh, there you go. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Put on the light yeah. for me, Papa.
2: There we go. That, that's a little bit better. So, I mean, we had a great card. Great um, Great fights. Uh, WNY did great. Uh, South Towns MMA like even though like all our guys didn't come through victories, they looked great. Synthesis had a great showing. Atlas had a great showing. Um, seven six five. You know, uh, they actually got a win, so it was it was really good to see. Uh, elevation looked good. You know, every every, every one of the local gyms looked really good. Um, so we can go ready right to breaking down the card. I still have my notes from the fight right in front of me because I know Rick. Ra- oh. Ray Arias takes no notes ever. Oh, no. <laughs> he didn't even crib off my notes this time. He just kind of winged it. I liked it. <laughs> All right. So the card opened up. We're in a 135-pound Muay Thai fight. Uh, it was Ryshell Carpenter against uh, Marilyn Leiserk from uh, Fight Sports. It was Fight Sports against I- Iron Island. Um, oh, man. Thorin's already in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways uh Rochelle came out she um scored the win uh looked much improved from her last fight uh same thing can be said for for uh, Maryland though like man both these girls looked a lot better than their first outings um yep uh you know every time you fight you get a little bit better uh I'm sure Stonehorse was happy to to get out of there with a the win
0: yeah it was uh it was a close fight but uh yeah that that was <laughs> Yeah. And, and um, you know uh they took they both took some shots, K man. Um so the girls could hit too. So
2: yeah, that Dorian is the herpes of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get when you watch uh, porn. Hey. No more porn for me. Yeah. So that was a it was a good fight to open up the show. It was a little bit um was a little bit anticlimactic, you know. Um first round started good and then slowed down a little bit. Uh it was good to see both girls. Both girls were getting better. And um, the next fight up was a hundred and sixty-pound Muay Thai fight. Uh boss Abu Bajor against uh, Jake Friendly from Fight Sport. Two fight sport people in a row. They're starting to make their gym name be known. They're coming out. They're fighting locally. They're building up their competition team. They're getting fighters, jiu-jitsu people, MMA people. They're. I'm not laughing at fight sports. I'm laughing at the after I see Ray and one But Maryland looked much better. Jake looked really good, too. Jake came out. Dude, Abbas is really, 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 really good at kicking. And uh yeah. he's pretty good at punching too. Jake came out, he kept he, hitting that straight right hand on a boss. And I like
0: uh, when Boss showed a little taekwondo moves where he uh do that uh, roundhouse kick and then he came back to like with a sidekick and hit uh Jake in the stomach.
2: Yeah. He tried to spin a back kick that missed too. Uh and he was landing more shots and uh yeah, I practiced last night, dude. I uh I'm tired. I haven't stopped really <laughs> since the fight. <laughs> How I you doing, Ben? Say, right on the podcast. I don't really care. I like to make fun of him a little bit.
0: Hey Ben, what are you doing, man? You working or you home?
2: You, no, want, you want to? You want come on? You want to come on? Send him a Boy link. What else to
0: talk about the fights?
2: Send him a link. Send Mister Ben a link. This is a last minute uh, podcast. We thought we we're gonna do it. We were uh, gonna get signed, but um, we didn't get it. Anyways, the a boss fight. That was a war, man, and uh, that was a really close decision, too. Uh, it was a split, and uh, Abbas took the win. First win in, uh, for WNY MMA uh, on the card, and, man, they had a really good night. Their fighters did awesome. Uh, it was good to see them come back, too. Been struggling a little bit on the last few cards.
0: Yeah, they did good. They did real good.
2: Then next up was a 135-pound Muay Thai fight. Yeah, Ben, jump on in. Ben's going to pop in for a few. So third man in the booth. I, I, I,
0: let me, jump on. Let me uh, send him that request. Uh, that uh, Ray's not so good at this. I, I know. I'm looking for the freaking app on my phone. Copy. Okay. Let me, let me go to Facebook, and let me find Ben Messenger real quick here. I'm sorry, guys.
2: I'm faster than Ray, because so I already got it done.
0: <laughs> oh, you did it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, then. Okay, I, I don't know why.
2: <laughs> Ray sucks. <laughs> oh,
0: man.
2: Sorry, guys. the sure show fell off the rails for a second there. But it always does, though. Anyway, hey, yeah, they uh, used to it. hey,
0: they should be used to it by now.
2: Yeah. Jake, man, Jake's right hand looked really, really good. He could just work on angles a little bit. Man, I think next fight, uh, he's going to look really, really good. Abbas is a tough, tough matchup for anybody.
0: Uh, yeah, like I was saying, the yeah. next
2: fight it was a 135 pump Muay Thai fight. We had Anthony Mixon fighting out of Western New York I MMA mean, against Tavon Boone out of Atlas Jiu Jitsu. And, um, you know, Ben was all about the Atlas guys and he told us how great they are. And that's a huge, huge win for Anthony Mixon, I think. What do you think about this fight? I think
0: Anthony Mixon, he's, he's so freaking fast. He moves the way he moves and punches. Oh man, he's fast as hell. And I think he, uh, boom has power for sure but i think anthony was a little too fast for him
2: yeah like Anthony, like really really good at, it was hard to tell how good tavana tavana is because man anthony was moving so so good yes and then um that was in running for fight of the night for me um me and ray give away bonuses at the end of the night obviously uh we're gonna get into who got the bonuses tonight, since everyone keeps Facebook and blowing me up on Facebook about uh, who got it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that was in my runner for fight of the night. I really, really thought this was a great fight. Uh, it was a super. It was a third fight in, and I was like one of the best fights on the card. I
0: agree with you 100. It was one of the best fights. Uh, runner up of uh, fight of the night. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm impressed by Anthony Mixon. I really am.
2: Man, I can't. I just can't
0: believe how fast he is.
2: Yeah, he's so fast.
0: Uh oh. Uh oh, we got yes,
2: the. Up, the building?
1: How we doing, brothers? Good.
2: Hey, hey what's, what's up, up, man? First fight this one's awesome. See, he looked great. Well, that's what happens when you got the Sean Darrell guy working with you. Got that tattoo of the tree. Everything gets better in your life.
1: It was some incredible <laughs> fights last night, man.
2: Oh, yeah, my goodness. You- we're on three. We We're just talking about Mixon and, uh, and Boone from Atlas. Like, how I thought that was close to fight of the night.
1: What did you guys end up giving your fight of the night to?
2: We ended up, uh, we'll, we'll get there, but uh, we gave it to Valone and uh, Walker.
1: Oh, Jesus. How do you not?
2: Yeah. And last minute fight, too, nine days out. And uh, also, uh, Brett Valone got $200 stolen out of his pocket, so we wanted to make sure that we got him for cash. How the fuck did that happen? Well, it, wasn't it was not his pocket. He was uh, cutting weight. He was cutting weight for uh, yeah. His sweets, his sweets were crisp. He was cutting weight for the fights Friday night, and someone went up into his locker and took his cash <laughs> and credit card cards. <laughs> What's up, Ed Rogers? Thank you, JCR Transport, always supporting us. We'll get the videos up soon about giving the money away.
0: <laughs> Did you see oh, what he said? <laughs>
2: All right, next up was our first MMA bout. We have Phil Pernali from JT's Mixed Martial Arts against Manuel Bell from Premier Martial Arts. What did you guys think about this one?
1: This is my dream. Insane. Um, um, but like, nothing wasn't good. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> what you think? Phil like, a big kid,
0: man. Phil? Yeah. That's a big kid. Yeah. Um, I think he just needs to train more. His kickboxing, he got the best trainer, Joe Taylor. So, uh, but it was a good fight. It uh, was a grown man versus a uh, teenager.
2: <laughs> kind of. I. Uh, I was really um, no. They didn't steal his wallet. just his money in his cards. They left the actual wallet itself. They just took everything in it. So they. <laughs> they took everything. To no, was that Skylar? No, is that is the sauna the day before the weigh ins it wasn't Skylar, probably. Scott Scott's not making weight, so he wasn't he wasn't cutting no weight in the sauna.
1: <laughs> he wasn't in no fucking sauna. Before, like. Anyways, I uh, went
2: catching him near. It. This is the fight where uh, Ben Field almost got us all arrested because he threw a foreign object into the ring.
0: Uh,
2: we oh. had uh, Phil on the podcast, and the whole the whole podcast, he was eating Mike and Ike's, and uh, every time someone talked about the podcast, they'd be like, "Ah, the, who's the Mike and Ike's guy?" So uh, Phil's nickname is going to be Mike and Ike's. Uh, Threw the Mike and Ike's in and we gave it away to Manuel because uh, Manuel's the one that that took it. It
0: it was funny too when they landed, everybody just turned around with Ray's
2: encouragement. All right, (laughs) 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 yeah. I feel bad for Phil. Phil actually uh reached out to me today, asked me how much my gym prices are. So hopefully he comes in and uh, we give him some jujitsu too to go with uh, to the striking that he's working on. And man, he's got world class wrestling, so he 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 got talent,
0: he just got a you
2: know work on some
0: stuff and he he'd be back and he will be better
1: yeah yeah the de- the desire to to complete the entire circuit and be a full complete martial artist is definitely there and we saw it, uh you know in in fight six we'll get into that a little while with uh with uh Piper and uh sheehan as well but yeah when you have that desire you have the determination you have a good base set of skills working with somebody like joe taylor it, it's really easy to go far in this sport
2: Yep. And then Manuel one, rear naked choke. Uh broke uh Phil down a little bit with the striking and the exchanges on the ground. Phil just got a little bit lost and ended up getting flattened out and choked out. And you know that's a good one. That that could have been submission tonight, but it wasn't. Uh next up we had Andrew Bola like a like bull against Derek Stablitz from uh, hybrid defense. What do you think about this one, Ben?
1: So, I go backstage before, and I go into Derek's uh, locker room, and I said, yeah, I just want to get the pronunciation on your last name, and he goes, oh, it's Staubitz, it's super German, I'm like, well, I'm <laughs> super Jewish, so I'm getting the fuck out of here, and I left that locker room, and I did not go back into it until he was out of there, so... Um, it was a good fight, man. Uh Stalbitz, I think you said, kinda took this on on short notice. So to see him be able to put on the performance he put on was impressive to me. Now this was the one with the uh the TKO that was due to strikes standing, correct? Yeah, the the possible legal knee. Oh yeah. So that is the thing, is like you can't and i don't speak for gamma in any way shape or form so i don't want anybody to think that but when it comes to potential fouls like that you got to treat it like you would a criminal court case like unless you can prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this happened like you can't as a referee or as you know a review official or whatever you can't think you saw a knee you have to know for sure that you saw a knee in that situation
2: yeah, and like even us, we have uh, the purview of having replay, and they weren't able to even give us the angle of the replay to show whether the knee landed or not. We weren't able to see it at our desk. So we, we honestly can't say without a shadow of a doubt that it did or did not well, land.
1: Even if we, yeah, and it's, it's amateur mixed martial arts. So let's say we had that capability and we had a clear view there's still no review official, you know what I mean? It's not like this is Las Vegas or or somewhere where there's an actual review official that will sit down and look at that and can change that before an official decision is rendered. So it was one of those situations where it kind of sucks for, uh, for uh, Sheehan, but we are where we are here. Excuse me, not Sheehan. uh, uh, Yeah, Sheehan, right? No, Bollier. Uh, stop, stop, stop,
2: stop. It's the German guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the angry German. Volkswagen got the win. I'm talking about the dude whose <laughs> ass he clapped.
2: Yeah.
1: Bubba, I approached Anthony him after Bubba the Moore fight and was said, that was German off. engineering.
2: Yeah, the whole WNY corner almost ended up into a, a fight over that. That was a, that was a bad Bubba day, was
0: pissed was Bubba bad. was
2: pissed
1: <clears throat> Maybe the temperature in that corner was greater than seventy-two degrees Fahrenheit.
2: <laughs> it must have been above. It didn't have the fan was on. Fan. We're, we're getting the honey badger in on here too. He was uh, one of the fight of the night uh, participants. Uh, he won one of the bonuses, and uh, if we actually do get him on here, we can uh, we'll talk to him about his stolen wallet because I'd like to hear that story. Anyways, the only other um, drama in that fight was hey honey badger was. Um, That stand-up. Bola took uh, Derek down, like Andrew took Derek down, and he was on top for like maybe 15 seconds, and then the ref stood him up really, really quick. Yes. That was a fast uh, (laughs) stand-up. Definitely
1: it was. I would have to go back and watch for that.
2: Yeah, we'll have to to review this one on film and uh, get Ben's expert opinion on it, too. I think that stand-up was super quick.
0: Now... Hey Ben, do you think it was like a bad stoppage?
1: I think we did a really good job of kind of going over both sides of the coin last night on the broadcast because you can get angry when it comes to the knee. That if if there was a knee that landed, you could look at that as you know that did the damage that led to the. I think we counted fifteen unanswered strikes where where all he did was uh, all Bolia did was back up, so. I mean, I'm all for that stoppage. Same with the submission one we'll get into later. I mean, these are amateur mixed martial artists that aren't making a paycheck doing this. They have nine to five jobs. And in situations for the gentleman with the submission or or Bolia, you can't go to work with a face swelled shut. These guys have children and families they still have to provide for. So if this were the UFC and he was getting, you know, fucked out of even another five grand at the lowest level in the UFC pay scale. I'd be a little upset about the stoppage, but how can you be
2: mad when you're saving guys that aren't getting paid from
1: punishment? They don't deserve.
2: Yeah. My, uh, the, what they always tell you, tell tell you as a referee to a fighter is don't turn your head away from the fight. If you turn your head away from the fight, they're going to think you're, you're no longer want to fight. And he was doing that every time he got hit. So, I mean, that's not intelligently defending yourself. It's, it's their job to protect the fighter. I, I thought that was a good stoppage. I think we, we talked about it. Um, you know, I'm always the first guy to be like, oh, why'd they stop? And then when I go back and I realize it's amateurs and we're not looking at UFC, I always, like, my mind dials back a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, that was a good stoppage.
1: I think we all kind of had that initial reaction, especially with that submission. Of like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, wait a minute. But it happens.
2: Yeah. All right. Next up, the fight you wanted to talk about. We had Corey Pfeiffer from uh, Art of Combat versus Jack Sheenan from Synthesis. This was, uh, was this the one-sided one, right? Yeah, this is the one with the uh, dominated grappling where Sheenan was just taking him down over and over, passing his guard. Pfeiffer would uh, re-guard, he'd pass again, do a little bit of damage, and stand right back up. So I'm
1: working on getting the scorecards for this fight. Um, Once Tom gets settled and everything, I'll get the official scorecards from Gamma, or at least what it was scored up until the end. I'm really thinking there was, uh, at least two 10-8 rounds in that. We went over it on the broadcast, two of the 3-Ds, the dominance, the duration, and the damage were there. Um, But like Zach, I talked to one of the judges from Gamma, and he said, you know, you kind of have to see more than just what we saw in order for him to at least give a 10-8. And I believe he was one of the judges on that fight. So maybe only one, maybe no 10-8s, but uh, we certainly were making the case for three of them in the booth.
2: Yeah and so I don't I'm not really exactly sure what they need to do to get a Ten Eight and a novice. How much damage can you do when you can't ground a pound to the head?
1: Yeah, I mean, short of snapping
2: somebody's <laughs> arm, right? Yeah, what can you do? <laughs> uh, so th- or there's not really blasting too much a light
1: say- kick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's not too much to say about this one. It was Jack Sheenan just dominating grappling over and over the synthesis guys looked good, really good, uh, last night. And, uh, yeah. Corey, like, man, this is the first time he's went longer than a minute. So, uh, he definitely showed that he has, uh, the heart of a line and the ability to go all three rounds. He didn't look tired. He just looked frustrated, you know? Yeah.
1: Especially Next at up. the end
2: when he got up and he could tell that
1: wasn't what he was looking for. Sorry. Yeah. There must be a bit of a delay on my end. Let me see if I can fix that.
2: Okay. Next up, we got 125-pound MMA fight. We have Brandon Hay from West New York Mixed Martial Arts. First, Larry (laughs) (laughs) Sangerdorf from Atlas Jiu-Jitsu. Another Atlas guy. This fight was kind of a banger. Uh, Brandon ended up, he showed me his notebook, and in his notebook it said, second round win, one minute, 47 seconds, rear naked choke. And uh, if he would have got that, I would have gave him the submission of the night in the ring right there. But uh, he, he finished his second round with like a, a minute left, so uh, it was a little bit longer than he said. But uh, this was a great fight. What do you guys think about this one?
1: Called a shot and got it done.
2: How do you, how are
1: you not – you know what I mean? Like within a minute of what he said.
2: Of every – of uh, every, every fighter in the car, I think Brandon had some of the best hand discipline of the night. His hands were always up. He's always moving. He looked really, really complete. Um, I thought Larry was going to be much better, and he's looked much better on tape. I think Brandon just uh, warmed down a little bit, and in the first round, that pace was pretty intense. Yeah, we saw a
1: well-roundedness from all of that Anthony's guys out of Atlas. So it definitely, like, you know, you could look at that and knock Larry Sagendorf as a martial artist, but. I think it more if you look at the overall performance of Atlas Jiu-Jitsu last night. I think it speaks more to Brandon Hay and the Western New York Mixed
2: Martial Arts training. Yeah, he looked really, really good. I was super impressed by him. Uh, we gotta get him back on the podcast. That's kind of man submission night was hard to hard uh, to go for. There's so many submissions, so um, he was really close to the running of it. Uh, next up was Pat Tome. From Langworthy MMA versus Xavier Cardis from the 765 top team. So we had Chewbacca against uh <laughs> against the biker.
0: That was a, a bar brawl, you know, that was going at it. It was throwing their hands. Uh I gotta give it up to Bigfoot. He uh he hang in there and uh he got power himself, so you know, uh he got them hands, so Oh, man, it was a it was a crazy fight. I saw
1: Pat Tome in the back. I, I ran back to take another piss because I drank like a gallon of water during the fight. So <laughs>
0: and, uh, he's
1: sitting back there with a big bruise on his fucking head and all these bruises on his body. And I said, yeah, I, I'm just coming back from shit and blood myself after those knees you took.
2: Oh, <laughs> my God. He Insane. messaged me like, he messaged me at two o'clock in the morning. Like, did we get fighting the night? And I I I always hate to tell the big guys, I'm like, man, uh, I uh I couldn't I couldn't give you a fight at night, man, because uh the dude you're fighting got knocked out on night. So we gave Chewbacca knockout of the night. Uh seven six five made two hundred dollars. It it's probably like six weeks worth of pay. No, I'm just I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's like enough to go buy fifty bucks worth of food stamps, my guy. Like
1: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, I'm impressed so, uh, with uh,
0: Xavier though, man. I'm really impressed with him.
1: Yeah, he yeah. looked great.
2: Um, what's that? I was gonna say he's got rocks for heads, man. He's he, he's got a really good good chin. Yeah, it was. Oh uh, man, after
0: <laughs> I gave him a hug when he came out by the table, and he was he is hairy chest and sweat was all my. Suit. I got I got my suit clean now. <laughs>
2: Look, I yeah, got a I, uh, stain on him on the place. back too. And his hair touched me.
1: You you bleach
2: that you said? No, I got no, I got a stain from hugging him. You're going to have to bleach it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to throw it out. I uh, I just put it on for the show so I could show everybody when we got to it.
1: <laughs> Beautiful. Are you sure it's from sweat or wasn't your excitement from a couple of those fights man that comain
2: was nasty yeah uh, yeah every fight was nasty man uh i really yeah. really really i think he put together like awesome cards so we didn't have like a huge name on this fight bill at all like uh there was no like you know great title fight no no five round or no pro fight but man, every fight on this card was so good that it just made up for it There was a couple of, like, that co-main in the main
1: going into fight week definitely had that holy shit factor. I think there was some excitement behind the baker Herder brothers on the card. At least I know there was for me. And, you know, we'll get to one of those guys here in a second. But Mm -hmm. overall, like you said, there wasn't really much that jumped off the card. And this was such a great quote from you last night, Caveman. There wasn't a lot that jumped off the card, but there was a lot to it, you know, for the actual fan of combat sports and as somebody who works over the the region in the u.s northeast man i gotta say western new york has some of the most educated combat sports fans that i've seen um you know these are guys that are sitting in the crowd enjoying the grappling as much as they're enjoying the striking you guys are just a very smart scene out that way i gotta give credit to the fans out there some of the sharpest i've seen
2: Thanks. We appreciate that very much. At least uh, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take the appreciation for the fans. <laughs> Next up we had Brian Barker Herder versus Jason Debundo from Atlas Jiu-Jitsu. So South Towns against uh, Atlas. Man, those uh those is a Herder scary one. Kind of, yeah, they kind of look like midgets. Like uh their their body shape is so like disproportionate like to their head size. Um such a wrestler
1: build, bro. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So was this, this the one. the
1: fight that I had the line about Southtowns MMA, where I coined their new term?
2: No, that was the next one, right? The the shorts.
1: Yeah, I think it may have been for for Daniel. Not sure. I know it was. A yeah, great it was line. for Dan,
2: not, not Brian. So Brian's the one that got put to sleep. Dan's the one that went to the third round. Dan Dan's the one with the funky shorts. Yeah, yeah. You coined the term. Hey, they were great shorts, bro. They they are great shorts. Anyways, uh, Brian went out. He went out pretty bad too. Uh, Jason. He was was holding on on to the cage.
0: He came in. He was holding on to the cage. Do you think he was out when he was holding on to the cage?
2: I think the only thing holding him uh, in because he's holding the cage is keeping his shoulder up and it's keeping that choke just a little bit off his neck. As soon as – uh, I can't – was it JP in the ring? It was, that I think it was off? JP. Yeah, I think JP knocked his hand off. When his hand came off, like, everything that was stopping uh, – everything that was letting a little bit of blood get to his brain stopped. And uh, he went out almost immediately. As soon as the hand came off the cage, and they went down, and they didn't recognize it right away. And uh, he swept them. He came on top. He's on top. He still got the guillotine in. And then uh, they finally realized he was out, and they stopped it. It was – um, it was – it was a little bit scary for a second, but uh, he came right back, too. It wasn't too bad, but um,
1: it, was, uh, it was a
2: quick, 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 quick uh, snap he took there.
1: It's always bad when you see a guy spring back like that when they're released and they're out. You know they've been out for a fucking minute. Like, he was stiff. They had to lift his legs and everything. And it was pretty scary uh, being that close to it. There was two people we got to watch wake the fuck up last night. It was just yeah, like, yeah. not yeah.
2: pleasant either time. No, I gave I gave Jason submission of the night. So it wasn't really any better than Brandon Hayes, but I thought the quality of opponent made um made the choke just that much better. I mean, Brian Herter is such a great wrestler. He's he's not a veteran of the game, but he's he's been in the game for a really long time. He doesn't got a lot of fights, but he's been around forever. Yeah. And um so we gave Jason Diabundo the submission of the night. We gave him the two hundred dollars. Um, and I made fun of him because the, the picture on the poster, of him in that rash guard, he looks like a, <laughs> like a 12 year old. And uh, I teased, uh, <laughs> in the podcast, I teased him over and over again. And, uh, he's, sh- I gotta say when I, dude, I, I'll, 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 own up to everything. I said, I thought he was gonna get smashed in like 10 seconds. He surprised the shit out <laughs> of me. Uh, he does not look anything like the poster picture though. So if he looked like the weighing picture in the poster, I would not have said any of those things that I said, just to be completely fair.
0: Yeah, he do look like a little kid in that post. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. My dog is trying to fucking raise hell right now. I'm sorry if you guys hear Godzilla fucking up downtown Tokyo in the background.
2: That's right. We're, we're used to anything coming from your house, man. And we got Ray watching tentacle porn in the background all the time. So um, we're, <laughs> yeah. things are always crazy in caveman's corner. So
1: that was hey man, our We went for the, the boozy background today. Instead of doing the green screen with the logo, we went for the fucking the belt case. Yeah, I like the belt case a lot. That's cool.
0: Oh, so,
2: shit. Fucking A, hey, working
1: on this collection. Shit. We'll get them.
2: Yeah, so then um, next up we had Zach Uterbank from uh, 765 Top Team. He's supposed to be one of their best grapplers he took on Jason Smalter from uh, Synthesis jitsu and um, he got put to sleep bad. It was think, another devastating one. Yeah. Really what do you guys low. think about uh, Zach's grappling? Yeah, <laughs>
1: I mean, what can you say? Um, he <laughs> got. Choked out.
2: Yeah, okay. I um can't can't say much about but, it
1: until we see. Right. Uh,
0: what do you think about the caveman? I mean,
2: I so I was pumped because I wanted to see a seven six five guy do good. Like Xavier was supposed to do good, uh, he did do really well. He won. Uh, I was really really excited to see Zach because they really built him up in seven six five. Like he was going to um uh be somebody on the ground. And he completely, like, I agree yeah, with Yeah, but the they always build up everybody there. He looked lost. He was doing everything wrong. He's grabbing the hat. He gave up his back, like, all horrible things. And uh, he ended up getting choked out. The guy wasn't even underneath his chin, he was on his jaw. So, man, that uh, Schmelzer guy must have an amazing, amazing squeeze. We talked about Bruce this in the done.
1: broadcast, too. It was. Um... Like, usually when you get that, and you'll see it in the UFC, the, the bicep, the forearm will go up the jawline here. But this was just that straight across to yeah. the carotid artery. You were talking about that perfectly last night, Caveman. Broke it down beautifully on the broadcast. Really, man, anybody that, that sat down last night and listened to your commentary, gentlemen, was at school, myself included. Um, every time I go to that booth, I learn so much. So it's an honor to to be welcomed into this K4
2: family with you guys. Seriously, so thank you for that. Man, and you, you talk so well. You do the ad reads perfect. You keep us on track. When the you, fucking uh,
1: fights let me, I do the ad reads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Couldn't get a fucking word at Edgewise last night.
2: Yeah. We should start doing the ad reads as they're walking down because there's no time for oh, uh, We got
1: too much. We got to set the table at that point, especially with some of the stories these guys have. Like, how do you not go into detail about, you know, guys like Gabe Vega and the The return that he's had where he's just shown this new version of himself. How do we not set that table? Some of the debuts, yeah, we'll have to do the ad reads then. But uh,
2: there's just certain – like, yeah, Demonte (laughs) Wilson's another one. Dude, Demonte Wilson. So he fought uh, Pfeiffer, and he smoked Pfeiffer in like a minute. Uh, Pfeiffer's a, a pretty good striker. This man, Demonte Wilson, is someone we need to keep on the K4 card, man. I can't wait to oh, see yeah. fight for the title. Uh, we want you back, and uh, hopefully Keith can make that happen because you're you're the real deal, man. You're the truth, and uh, we can't oh, wait yeah. to see you back on I love them late kicks. <laughs> yeah, and a local guy too. Like he's got ties to the area, so perfect, perfect, perfect. Next up is uh, Travis Rubio from Art of Combat versus Stephen Rich from Atlas Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, this is that submission that we we're talking about earlier. And uh, this was going to be my pick for submission of the night. And Ray made a good point. He was like, the man never tapped. It's not really submission of the night, it's really a TKO. Yes. I can't
1: disagree with that. But let's be honest, man. Had the ref not stopped that fight, Home Dog was looking at surgery.
2: Yeah. It was terrible. There's a He posted a picture of him with the thumbs up uh, on his Facebook, Rubio. And uh, yeah. I'm glad they stopped that fight. He was in a very compromised position. Uh, anyone else in the entire world would probably have tapped. I would have tapped. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm pretty tough, and I wouldn't have tapped. Or I, I would Ben
0: have did not want to hear the carrot snapping. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah.
1: I was fucking <laughs> pissing my pants the entire time. And speaking of which, like I told Tom Kilkenny on the phone this morning because we were talking about that. Anybody that wants to tell me that that stoppage is not justified, you have, I'm going to give you an address. This is P.O. Box 459, Boonville, New York, 13309. You can send me your your address. I will drive up to your house and piss in your face (laughs) because that was a completely justified stoppage. All right. These guys have nine-to-fives, as I said earlier, and that gentleman was saved from not only a pay, Was he, he had to go get surgery. So. Yeah, it was a, it was a bad,
2: bad one. Uh, I like Dorian's uh, thing here. I just want to interrupt you. Ben's catchphrase, and this fight is sponsored by – Oh, that was the story of the night. You still with me? Did I lose you guys? Yeah, we, we got you. You're a little bit delayed, but we hear uh, we hear you. Thanks. is having internet issues. Ray's having stomach issues. He just ate at the buffet.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
2: At the casino. (laughs) Ben, funny. What is going on here? We can hear you pretty clearly. I'm not sure if you can hear us. Um, You're about half a second behind. And I don't
1: know. Shit cut out on my end. It was showing me loading. But yeah, I was saying like. You have my address. Send me yours. I'll drive to your house and piss in your face. Like that was a beautiful stoppage. It was 100% justified. And that gentleman was saved from not only a broken arm, but last time I saw Cole Versace, you can message him and ask him what happened when he didn't fucking tap and his arm got snapped. You guys saw that last night in the booth. I showed you the video. He had to get yep. two surgeries and wasn't able to hold his fucking less than a year old kid. So good for Gamma Man. for saving that fighter.
2: Yeah. And man, not to take anything away from Steven Rich either. He had him locked up. He had his body completely wrapped up. He had like a triangle in on him with it. He had the legs across the body. He had him dead to rights. Uh, he did such a good job maintaining that Kimura through all the positions. Uh, Travis was starting to escape, starting to escape. Every time he started to escape, Steve made the submission tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter, just like you're supposed to. Um, it was such a good display of jiu-jitsu. Uh, and just say, I just said, I kind of want to see the arm break, to be honest with you, because I like stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, savage. <laughs> that was over here like you this, must be I from South like... Towns. And what's that? I said, You're a savage. You must be from South Towns, MMA. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I love when that stuff happens. Even when it happens to me, I just want to see it all gross out and like bent and stuff. I love it when my body's like all crooked like that. It was insane, man.
1: Like you hear an arm snap like that and you watch it go fucking not even five feet in front of you. You don't want to see that twice.
2: Uh, when I had my foot on backwards and my bones were all like out, that was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like it didn't hurt. It was so gross. It didn't even hurt. <laughs> this is great. I'm going into shock. It, like, all right. <laughs> it doesn't hurt at all. We're having a little bit of trouble getting our man, uh, Brett Malone on. So we'll catch him up with him on a different date. Uh, that's all right, bet. We know what you're trying, so uh, we'll, we'll you're still good with your money. We won't make you give it back, especially since you gave it away to all the teammates. Uh, next up is uh Daniel Barker-Herder. This is the where you coined the phrase versus Jack Fauci from Atlas Jiu-Jitsu, and uh, man, this was a banger too. Fun fight. Um, and like I said during that, and I'm going to say it
1: again now because I've only got nine percent battery left on my phone, so I might not be able to finish out this card with you guys, but. They really are the tie-dye shirt of mixed martial arts gyms because you get every color on your tie-dye shirt. You get every look from Southtown's MMA, man. You're going to get good wrestlers. You're going to get good strikers. You're going to get people that are good in the clinch and good with jujitsu. There's just there's a little bit of everything on the spectrum over there at Southtown's MMA. They're the tie-dye
2: shirt of, of mixed martial arts gyms. I love that phrase. And I'm going to call him that forever, especially, uh, I see Joe all the time. I see, uh, Jen. So I'm definitely going to start calling on the tie-dye shirt of, uh, <laughs> man, I love it. So
1: I can cook so something else up if like, that's an insult to them. Like if they don't like tie-dye
2: shirts, I can figure
1: something out, but I just I I like thought that, so that worked much. great.
2: Yeah, Phil, it was great to see you. Hopefully we'll see you in the gym. Um, man, I can't wait to uh, get some more working with you, uh, Dude, you you have the ability to be very very good. We just gotta hone in, dude. And you're you're doing the right things. Yeah, I mean,
1: talking about Phil right. earlier, he's that guy that has all the all the tools. He's got everything he needs. And with a guy like uh, Joe Taylor in his corner, just wants to get a little bit a uh, little, little bit more jujitsu. Head on over there to uh, to you over there in uh, Buffalo, Jeff, and get that jujitsu in. Yes, tie dye, Joe. <laughs> For Jen, excuse me. I'm having trouble yeah, reading Jen. here. Jen and Joe Duffy. Man. I pull my glasses up like I'm 70. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: like, no. Jesus. So uh, that was a great fight from uh, her. Went to decision. Uh, man, those shorts. It was hard to watch the fight with those shorts. He had some really nice shorts on. <laughs>
1: he said so he was going to uh, win underwear of the night. Did you give him money?
2: No, he didn't get the money. Um, couldn't quite give it to him. Uh, but super impressive performance. Uh, him and Jack looked really good. Jack was really, really amazing. Um, yeah, Phil is going to be something special. He, dude, so Phil's a confident guy, but he's a little bit humble, too. He always took everything I said when he came into the gym. Like, um, I, I think he's going to be something special, too. He's a really good, really solid wrestler. Yeah. Next up was Joshua Reichhart versus Skylar theory 765 top team versus Booma. This is the one I was excited for. I didn't believe it was gonna happen until it happened, and uh we saw the outcome. So
0: uh Skyler got this knee injury. He told me about uh what would you fight if you got a knee injury?
2: Um he almost if had no choice have- not to fight. I mean, he got the Matt Herpes on him, he got the uh Pulled out of the other fights, like he talks so much shit, it's hard to not come and fight. Uh, he he's got to do it, and uh, he probably went in there injured, but it is what it is, you know. What do you think, Ben?
1: <laughs> I think the best thing I can say about this fight, like it, it's a there's two sides of the coin here. If you're Josh, and especially Carol Reichert, you're happy. You're you're feeling good about this. The Mouths have been shut. Um, so there's celebration on one side, but if you're seven, six, five top team, I think the really only way that you can describe this is just like a, (laughs) like, just (laughs) cue the sad trombone, man. It was just a, you know, meniscus tear, whatever it was. Um, you know what I mean? Say whatever you want. It was just an absolute one-sided performance. Um, I'm not I'm not by any means uh, a, a martial artist. I don't pretend to be anything other than a media guy I don't don't call me a journalist because I'm not even one of those um, but when I see he was very adamant on making sure that we all knew about it and he was making sure that we all you know he wanted it mentioned on the broadcast as well which um in my experience usually fighters aren't telling commentators or you know like that's just it was very unusual to me to hear that like oh you know he told me two weeks ago about this potential bucket handle tear and now he was telling me and ray in the locker rooms about it and wanted to make sure that it was mentioned on the broadcast um and I love Skyler. I'm not trying to talk bad about him, but to, to me that, 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 just, uh, that stood out as, as, weird. And then I'm seeing posts on Facebook last night, then there's something about like an issue with his jaw that was mentioned. And it just, I don't, I don't know. It, it just seemed like that was, uh, maybe not the right fight. I'd like to maybe see him. I don't know, man. There's so much that, that K4 can do with these guys. Um. I just don't think Josh Reichart was it. Um, Demonte Wilson saying cap. Um, I'm not sure if that's like he's, a, he's saying that like I'm talking shit and lying or if he's saying that Skyler was lying. But uh, And I'm not saying Skyler was lying either. I'm just saying like I have never in the fucking probably thousand plus fights I've covered at this point, never have I had a fighter make sure that we were mentioning a pre-fight injury. On the commentary, um, unless it was like a narrative that was out there during like a rumor mill type of situation. Um, it's never been uh, something that I've been asked to to push. Um, I am actually at about a 6% battery. So, gentlemen, if I could steal the floor for a second, I would uh, I would like to just kind of talk to. Every, well, you guys included. Um, because there's a sponsorship opportunity out there for each and every single one of you fighters, uh, gyms you guys here at caveman's corner um mmatco.com if you head on over to their website and you put in the um the application say that benfield referred you you guys can uh get on there they drop ship your merch so you don't have to go ordering 200 fucking shirts or 50 shirts whatever your fans can order them even in between your fights you have a permanent store up there and they do it for gyms they do it for fighters they do it for shows They've got my fucking bald-headed 600-follower ass up there, so I know they'll do it for fucking Caveman's Corner, all right? like You guys got one hell of a following here, and Western New York's got such an incredible fan base that I know you guys could really rock with a a team like MMAT Co. It's made by fighters for fighters. You're going to get what you want each time. Uh, They help you with banners. So, um, guys, fucking send me a message if you need help getting that, and I'll help you guys get that sponsorship. I want to try to help give back to this community that is welcome to be with Open Eyes.
2: Sounds like we're getting some merch, Ray.
1: Yes. And if you guys need, like, your fight shorts and shit, I know a wholesaler as well. I can help you get fight gear, whatever you need. Just PM me i'm not charging you a markup i'm not making money off you i'm connecting you directly to the sources guys so whatever you need just i'm here to help
2: sounds great man right. we appreciate it is, good. let's keep good fucking dude. riding
1: this shit till the wheels fall off gentlemen we've got a couple more fights to talk about i'm at about six percent
2: uh, all right next up was uh let's finish talking talk about this one uh what did you think about the skill that um uh Skyler showed? Like, it looked like Josh just came out, took him down. That there was no I knee problem going like, on at that point. Um, what do you Skyler mean skill? A, we
1: saw nothing?
2: <clears throat> like, Skyler I'm not trying to be mean, but like,
1: it's like asking, Hey, Ben, you showed incredible jujitsu last night at the commentary table. <laughs> like, i don't mean to be rude but we didn't skyler wasn't able to get going he wasn't able to do anything so what do you mean what did we see of his skill he got taken down his knee blew out and according to him and that it was the end of the fight like, like you know what i mean so i don't know
0: i mean i don't know it must have did hurt because he was crying like a little baby out there. <laughs>
1: No, he, he definitely looked like he was in pain but like
0: he was crying he was crying he was holding on his knee crying i mean i could i would that must have been a great acting job <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> we, we did know. see something through. happen when he bucked
0: with that last
1: one like he reached up and grabbed his knee and i was like well that's a stupid defense
2: yeah
1: like not <laughs> thinking that he was like trying to reset his leg or whatever and then yeah. you saw he went to buck and I saw something kind of move at his knee. I don't know if it was like his muscles, the way they, they toned up when he pushed or whatever. But we saw something happen. And next thing you know, he was tapping. And uh, I would have oh, loved to Josh get up and spike his fucking mouthpiece into the mat. <laughs> like,
0: that just went and on. God, top of my Mark Coleman wasn't, wasn't there, man. And Mark Coleman. You know what? That pisses me off because I have a fucking... <laughs> I don't know
1: if you can see it, but I have the original Ultimate Ultimate right there. And I was gonna bring that some bitch for Mark Coleman to sign. Like I can get it out. Oh, we got the fucking the original Ultimate Ultimate. Hell, right yeah. Here. yeah. So we were gonna get Coleman to sign that. Yeah, I've got every uh UFC belt that they used. We got the fucking the OG and then the Power Ranger belt. The BMF is down there too. So
2: man, I love your collection, dog. You're a uh, yeah yeah savage.
1: More uh, pro wrestling than anything, but we got our, our fucking MMA ones up there too. So
2: my man Ilfri, I agree old. with that. The loss hurts more than an injury. I agree. I would uh man, you just gotta fight through it. Like it's just it just means your knee can't move, it doesn't hurt that bad. Uh well we were also, talking about
1: it earlier in the broadcast. Pain versus instability.
2: Yep. Hilfrees doesn't stop for anything. Hilfre's a savage. Uh <laughs> Actually, to be fair, like, Elfrey, Uh this is my purple belt, Elfrey. He, uh, he was working with Skylar uh, the first time Skylar came into my gym. So uh, he was a little bit offended by uh, Skylar talking shit about me. So, like, he's definitely smashed Skylar next time we uh, oh, yeah. see each other. <laughs> uh, I'm always injured. Just let Robert Smith kick something and forget the original or injury. Brett Malone. <laughs> he was – so Brett Vallone went in with some injuries, too. And I'm, I'm not going to say what they are because I'm sure they're still bothering him. But he he came in the gym. He's like, yeah, man, all oh, this is hurting so bad. But then Rob kicked me. And now oh, this hurts really bad. So I don't even worry about the other <laughs> thing. Like, Thank you, man. Thank you.
1: I know we are still, like, one fight away from talking about Brett Vallone, But, like, Brett is one of those dudes that I'm so glad I'm on his good side because he's just – He's a scary motherfucker. (laughs) Like, he was the one that looked down cage-side at us in the booth, and it gave me goosebumps. I'm like, oh, that's a bad (laughs) fucking dude right here. Like, okay, all right,
2: we see you. Uh, We'll talk about that when we get to Vega. We were scared of Vega a little bit, too, because we talked some shit about him. (laughs) Ray did. I didn't talk no shit about Gabe Vega. Uh, Next up was Brian Cox from Elevation Combat Sports versus Brendan Fan from Church Street Muay Thai. And this man, this was a banger. Um, I thought this could have been a fight of the night uh, if Fan would have stayed with him a little bit more, but man, Brian Cox was so, so impressive. This was- You got them hands,
0: like He said, was looking at hands. You, you saw
1: a classic traditional Muay Thai striker versus a modern sloppy-ish Dog ugly style striker, and it was really neat to see those two clash like that. But as the fight went on, man, Cox got stronger. LOL, and that's my favorite part about commentating. We get somebody with a last name like Cox. I'm a fucking child, all right. So of course, I'm gonna say things to self top myself on the commentary. So I, I just, I loved this guy as a fighter. I love commentating his fights because his last name. I loved everything about it. This dude. Had some windmill style punches. He looked fucking incredible. Um, I am really a big fan of, of of Brian Cox now, man. There's you're not gonna convince me anymore or any any way else. I am on this uh, this hype train, gentlemen.
0: He definitely so got the I, better hand. He's a better boxer for sure.
2: I was a huge fan of Brendan Fan last time he was in. He looks so good, and for Brian Cox to make him. Look like he did. Man, that guy is going places. That's what I'm and, saying, yeah. dude. I didn't church even know Street about guys. the cock stuff. Yeah, the church Street guys are good. I didn't even realize what you were doing until after the fight when you said it. And I was playing back all the things you said. and I was like dying inside my head. It was, it was hard <laughs> for me to uh, even go in there and interview him because I was just thinking all that going through my head when I was like walking up to the cage.
1: I uh, commentated a, a female mixed martial arts bout where the last uh, name of one of the combatants was McCooch. <laughs> <M-c-c-u-c-h>. so <laughs> Some uh, some good ones out there. Um, nonetheless, yeah, so. but I, it was
2: close. Um, if your fight would have been just like the first round the whole way through, we would give you a fight of the night. Um, it was really tough between you, uh, Anthony Mixon, and then Valone and Walker. Um, when we get to Valone and Walker, we'll talk about a little bit more. Uh, We just need to get more money raised so we can give like everybody more bonuses. So um, for December 9th, we're already going to start collecting money so we can give away more money. This time uh, we raised uh, $600 and then we threw in the rest of our own money and uh, we came up with $800 to to give away. Uh, The money we give away is usually just ours. So uh, we can't afford to keep giving away like, you know, $1,000 every show. But uh, if we can get some fan support, then we can get the money to the fighters that deserve it. And, man, it, it looks really good. Uh, without JCR Transport, we wouldn't even be able to um, do what we do. But they help us out so much. and Ed Rogers is awesome with the fighters. And he gives us money to give away to the fighters. He lets us choose who we want to give it to. And that was, like, my only main stipulation. And um, I'm happy that we're able to do this, man. And I think it makes K4 a, a, a little bit of a special show. Right, Gentlemen, I think we should pick one fighter. Um,
1: that money is usually raised crack profit. Jesus Christ, Dorian. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think we should uh, all, all three of us go in and, and get a belt of some sort. You know, Trophy Smack makes some beautiful title belts. Um, I think the three of us should sit down together, design like a, a Warrior of the Night award, and, and have that in the form of a title to present to these k4 guys i think this is a platform that is special enough to deserve that it doesn't need to be with the same type of value as a k4 title does it would have the same value as the medals that they award to the winners of each fight it would just kind of be like a little something extra for them yeah the k4 bmf belt let's fucking go
2: dude that some bitch <laughs> would sit South down yeah we could probably do that that Guys, uh, let us know uh, in the comments below or uh, over the next couple of days, do you guys want cash or do you guys want belts? Because uh, Bro, let's can, do cash.
1: Do- for. I'll go in on this with you guys. Like, Let me yeah. fucking scoop in on this shit with you. You got Jewish Lightning just struck here, gave you a beautiful idea. All right, <laughs> so I'll go in on the belt. We'll, we'll design it together. We'll sit down, put it together, and fucking make it happen and, and give these guys some, some shit that I think they've earned at this point. Make that belt happen by December 9th. I'm going to tell ah. you guys right now from personal experience, <laughs> Trophy Smack, I submitted their design, my design to them on a Sunday night at like fucking seven o'clock, and I did a rush processing and had the belt in my hands by Saturday. Damn. That's a six-day turnaround. So Trophy Smack is incredible. Josh, you don't want those problems. <laughs> Holy fuck. I don't know if anybody's a Seinfeld fan. Go back to the classic Costanza. Yeah. I think it moved. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> like, Reichhardt versus Balone. Like, Josh, you're going to have to put on some weight to get to that one.
2: We'll we'll, we'll feed him some cheeseburgers and
1: make it happen. Give him some <laughs> of that Ray Arias breakfast pizza that he's always sharing.
2: Uh, well, got right after I said it, he typed it. That's the best.
1: <laughs> There's more Jewish lightning uh, well, tonight late. striking.
2: Uh, we got off the topic a little bit, but I just want to say once again that uh, Brian Cox, man, what an outstanding performance. Yes. Um, super. I, I can't even put it into words, like, how, how impressed I was with this this fight. So you'd say that fan. Cox has you speechless?
0: Cox has me speechless. <laughs> hey, hey, we got to watch out. Uh, We're going on YouTube. Big, big fan of Cox. <laughs> hey, already? and if you're watching What's
2: on YouTube it? right now, because we can see that you are, make sure you like and subscribe. We're over 500. We're trying to get thousand. Help us out.
1: Like, subscribe, share the video guys. Um, there's a community tab. I really think you guys should uh, let me try to help out a little bit um, with your community tab. Cause I can, I can really help you guys start to monetize this YouTube Brian Cox in the comment. Appreciate you guys. Hey dude, I appreciate you not just folding my laundry while I'm still wearing it for making these jokes. So <laughs> thank you. You're the true MVP, Brian. <laughs> Anyone 35 ers except Daniel Baker Herder. Yeah, I'm not fucking around with Daniel Baker Herder either. Yeah. Dude, he looks
2: so fake. He looks like a UFC character you make and then the faces just goes. A creative wrestler? Yeah, like <laughs> those are
1: two guys wrong. I'd like to grapple with just to see if I could survive longer than 30 seconds. I know I'm gonna get absolutely fucking flatlined, but
2: like could I hang
1: in there for more than like twenty-five seconds and some change?
2: probably they're really wrestling heavy they go for submissions later so you probably last at least 45 seconds for sure he's built like a world war ii tank yes he is dorian (laughs) for sure all right next up was our fight of the night it was brett Vallone from south town's mma versus nicholas walker for empire academy um thought this fight was a where where are you going ray jesus i had to
0: grab my charger
2: Um, yeah i thought this fight um was pretty good it might or might not have been the best fight on the card. I mean, the Cox fight is very close, and the Mixon fight was very close for me. But um, there's the story behind it is what made it Fight of the Night for me. Both these guys took this fight on na- nine days' notice. Um, Nick Walker moved up a weight class. Brett Malone, um is fighting a completely different style fighter. Um, and one other thing that really touched me too is uh, Brett was can't wait for the fights on Friday. And someone went through his wallet, took all his money and his credit cards. So we ended up losing $200. And uh, coincidentally, that's how much we're giving away. So between that and the fight itself and moving up in weight class, uh, me and Ray sat down. And I convinced Ray that we should make that fight of the night. So then I gave, uh, all I a gave come around. Brett and Nick. Yeah. <laughs> And then I got to say this about Brett. So we gave Brett this money. He's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And the first thing he does, he goes in his blitz with the Barker Herder boys. Jesus Christ. What a yeah. fucking so, class act. Man. Yeah. And we got it on film, too. This guy, man, Brett's a, a different kind of human being. And um, I was really proud to give him the money. And Nick Walker, man, did Nick Walker look good at 170. What did you think about that, Ben? So – First things first, I want to give Brett Vallone
1: his flowers, but not literally, because I feel like he'd shit on him in front of me. Um, like, that's a guy you don't give him his flowers, you give him his case of beer. So um, as far as Brett Vallone, this is a guy that I really feel like has that potential to have a cowboy cerrone esque star power. He's he's the, the fucking the average man's fighter. He's your blue-collar fighter. How do you not love this guy? He is the type of dude that could transcend the sport in this area just because, like I said, he's that blue-collar fighter. Um, As far as Nick Walker, man, we said this on his walkout. I was was toting it the whole time. This is how we are going to find out. If Nick Walker is made to do this, if this is in his DNA, when you take these short-notice fights, it shows that you have the, the mental power to do this. But is it in your heart of hearts to be a combat sports athlete and we saw 100% without a doubt that Nicholas Walker was born and bred to be a combat sports athlete last night.
2: What do you think about Nick, uh, Ray?
0: Well, Nick is just a great fighter. Um, Him and Brett going at it, man, it was like a dream come true to watch these two athletes go at it. And, you Mm know, I sparred with Brett, and Brett's a tough guy, man. Um, and I know Nick is a tough guy. He's, uh, he's a scientist in there. He, uh, and body shots was brutal. Um, uh, it, it was just a fucking unbelievable fight. I got so much respect for Nick Walker. He's one of my favorite fighters and, uh, I can't wait to see the future
2: for him. A big future indeed. I talked with, uh, Brett, uh, sometime either really late last night or early this morning or today is some t- i don't even know when it was I, I haven't really slept since the fights yet but uh <laughs> <laughs> he um he said that that body shot right near the end of the first round really hurt him and that's why he came out a little bit slower in the second and third and uh, that's why he changed his uh his stance a little bit and we talked about on the, on the broadcast whether it was an injury or a body shot or fatigue and uh he answered that question for me and i didn't even ask him about it he just said uh Right in the text that he sent me when he thanked me for helping for the fight, and uh, man, both these guys are awesome. They're super respectful to each other, and uh, I think both guys stock rose from this fight. Yeah, I agree. Ben stuck with his mouth open. That's awesome. <laughs> he was talking for about Brian, Cox. <laughs> for Brian Cox's right hand. <laughs> Once Nick gets your rhythm, it's game over. Man having to deal with them weakness. I would I wish I could, man. I would uh, I would love to see that. Nick You're back. Uh you, you froze your mouth open. I was like, man, it looks like he's waiting for Brian Cox to punch him right in the mouth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for Cox. Here we go. Let's <laughs> say I got three percent battery left. We might be able to pull
2: this main event out, gentlemen. All right, let's get to the main event before we lose Ben then. Uh, We got Gabriel Vega versus Keenan Hines. What did you think about this one, man? Main event. Gabe
1: Vega has built the hype and put himself in a main event through hard work. Like, this is a guy that has built his star power through his performance and his personality. And uh, you know what I mean? That's that's just what it is. Like, he's put himself here. He took a loss against Nick Walker, came back, and has been a different guy ever since. Um, I mean, that's just – that's what you want out of, out of your combat sports athletes. He came in there and proved he wasn't a one-round knockout guy. He had a fucking point to prove, Ray, and I thank you for that because you gave us a great fight with your shit talk.
2: I, actually, I'm the one that called it out, and Ray took the blame for it. So it was even better.
0: <laughs> no, wait. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I I guess he got felt some type of way because I uh picked Keenan, so yeah, he
2: did pick Keenan. Ray picked Keenan, too. I'm the one that said he he um he doesn't have he if it if it's not over by the second round that uh he's probably gonna uh Keenan's probably gonna take over and win. And Ray Ray picked Keenan to win the fight, so uh, there's a lot of negativity coming from K Man's corner for him,
0: yeah. But guess what? Um, Gabe Vega is a great fighter, he improved big time. He's faster. Um, His kicks look good. And I think the training he did with um, Mike Stevens and Sean Doyle helped out big time. Yeah, that was a huge addition
1: to his camp. Those guys are probably some of the better Muay Thai and uh, strikers that you can find actively here in in the Western New York area. So I, I think that that was a huge addition to this camp. And I love to see that. Like, there's a big difference between, for example, and I'll just use two two regions, like Western New York versus the Capital Region, all right? Western New York, you guys are all about, like, helping each other out, train together unless we're fighting each other, and still sometimes even fucking them. Um, whereas the 518, man, like, it's it's very tribalistic down there in some ways so it's it's really cool to see this community here in western new york be so willing to help each other um keenan hines really showed that he's got the heart of an athlete and the heart of a fighter in there but gabe vega man his star power continues to rise and this is a dude that you know he's coming in the title coming for that title in the spring i, I want to see it happen
2: so i've been um seeing a lot of shit talking about the way keenan fought um during the fight and I thought he fought the way he should fight. He just wasn't able to execute correctly. You need to make angles on Gabe Vega. You cannot stand in front of him. And I don't blame Keenan at all for moving side to side, making the fight a little bit slower paced. And to be honest with you, I thought the fight was a little bit slower paced. Vega would get wild and um, Keenan would take over. I think he went in there with the right strategy to win. That's been the game plan. That's what I would put in, uh, in my fighter's head to beat uh, Gabe. And Gabe just showed what an evolution of a fighter he made. He just got way better. His sweeps were really good. His patience was good. His ring IQ is way up. That fight with Nick Walker changed the way that he fights. He really, really is paying attention to what's going on. He's understanding the tempo of the fight. He knows he can't get big. He apologized to me after the fight. He said, oh, man, I'm sorry. It wasn't a great fight. I was like, this is the best fight you've ever fought. This yep. patience wouldn't help you. And, and as a, a coach, what where you do you want? to i'm sorry um, uh go ahead go ahead ben you sorry talk i was saying as so. a coach
1: for uh gabe vega what more do you want than to see your your fighter improve the way that he has um it looks like i am about to uh end up leaving here by force with this dying battery so guys i just wanted to uh, make sure i said once again to anybody that needs gear or whatever i'll connect you to the source for for whatever um i'll help you guys land your sponsorships with mnat co help you get your fight gear at a discounted price through actual wholesalers instead of paying somebody else's bills. Um, I wanted to make sure I said again, before I go, Nick Walker, you really proved that you are born and bred for this last night. Um, very, very impressed. Gabe Vega, you're on your way to being a star. Brett Vallone, like I said, could transcend this sport in this area with a Donald Cowboy Cerrone-esque star power. I truly believe it. Um, But I just wanted to say on behalf of K4 and the booth last night, I wanted to thank Buffalo Cryo, Armstrong's Armory, you guys, um, Scrapone Sons, Burt's Buds, and Fight Family. Um, K4 wouldn't have been possible last night without those guys. And that's not me doing that because Keith asked me to, like he does with the ad reads at the show. That's me doing that because those guys deserve the attention for providing these opportunities to make K4 happen every time. So not only thank you to the sponsors I listed for K4, but thank you, especially to uh, the fighters I mentioned just a minute ago, but to uh, to every single fighter that competes on these cards. Uh, Without you guys, it wouldn't be possible. And uh, it's an honor to cover all of you guys' combat sports journey. Oh, Oh, looks like I was the one to outlast the caveman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) On that note, I'm going to yeah. throw down a smoke ball now, man. Thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart to welcoming you uh, for welcoming you into this Western New York combat sports scene. It is an honor to work with you guys and these fighters. On that note.
2: One more thing. One more thing before Ben goes. Ooh. Check out all the calls. Ah, we missed. We lost them. Check out all the calls. That's his podcast. Uh, we've been on it a couple of times. Um, he's the man. Make sure you check out all the calls. Unless we're on then watch us instead. Yeah. <laughs> we're better than some
0: of Yeah. Yeah. Uh... That was a great fight, though Gabe Vega and um uh, he, I mean, his performance, man, I'm a, I'm a impressed with him and um you know, I'm glad he won and uh I can't wait to see him fight again.
2: Yeah, dude, Gabe. Hopefully
0: December 9th, he get a fight.
2: <laughs> Gabe has really shown uh everything that he's got in him.
0: He's, yep. He's,
2: he's shown that. He's hey really man, tried. so,
0: so so, man, you think that loss he had made him a better fighter
2: of course like so you need a bad performance you don't necessarily need a loss but bad performances really make you evaluate what's going on and uh like he was steamrolling everyone for a little bit there and then he ran into nick walker and then ever since dude he's a different kind of animal and uh yeah. i would want to be across the cage with, with gave he's got savage power in both hands yeah! now he's got sweeps and he's got all kinds of clinch work he's uh Working with Pretty Sean Doyle awesome. and uh, Mike Stevens, for sure. I'll work for you guys, brother. Not in promotion. Um, yeah, Benzo guy. Good good. he's a little, little bit of a weirdo, uh, <laughs> but uh, Ray's a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. We're all weirdos, you know. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. And that's if we weren't weird, dude, we wouldn't be wasting our time and energy and money trying to help guys that are also weird fighting in the cage, trying to give them some money so they can keep fighting and uh we love all you guys well not everybody but we love most of you guys there's some <laughs> people we don't like
0: all right who we got next oh that's
2: the last fight wait that's the last fight through? dude that was a main event oh shit! i would like to give a huge shout out to uh keith ferrant um we've been friends for a really long time but uh i really appreciate him allowing me the chance to commentate and uh I want to help make his show the the best show that we possibly can. And I I think giving away these bonuses helps out, helps the hype. I think doing a podcast helps the hype. Um, On top of that, he brings in good fighters. You know, we want to help all you guys that are great fighters. And uh, just like always, anytime you're on a K4 card, my door's open to you as an integrity Martial Arts. As long as you're a good person, you come in not trying to hurt my people or trying to hurt me. You're welcome to come in and train as much as you want. If you want to try and hurt someone, you can come in and try and hurt me if I talk some shit about you, but I'd appreciate you not coming after my guys. <laughs> and um, Please don't Gabe, hurt me. Yeah. Um, I want to help uh, the promotion grow. I want to do it as a gym owner, and I want to do it as a commentator, and I want to do it as a fan of the sport. You are, getting better, Gabe, and we'd love to see you fight for the title. It's about time. Oh, Yeah. Captain Caveman, Corporal Cocaine, and Major Weirdo in the booth last night. I like that. yeah, nice. all kinds of good lines, man. He's the best. Oh, yeah. A boss. Oh, we love you too, Caveman. Dude, a boss. That was a very impressive performance. Very good. And then uh, Dorian, I see Keenan training like I'm and coming back and showing absolute violence. Keenan. Keenan is great, but he has to fight. He doesn't have the same physical tools. He has to fight. He has to make that sidestep. He can't let... You can't let Gabe come in on him. Like, people don't understand what kind of power Gabe's got in combinations. You can't let him set up the You got You got to keep him offline, so you got to have lateral movement. I think
0: Kian will be better, get better. Yeah, for and sure. I, he going to come back, and uh, I think he's going to – oh, shit, what I'm doing
2: here. I would say the next thing that he should work on – Oh, uh, thanks. No, mixing. you make the fights better. Your fight was fucking oh, okay. amazing. If I was the main commentator, it would be Joey Lewis in the news. <laughs> my
0: Wi-Fi suck.
2: <laughs> yeah, you do suck. Um, hold on one second. Actually, it might be mine, too. Like If you guys are all slowing down, it's probably me because I got the, the, the main output here. Uh, oh, Ray's gone. Uh, no, I forgot what I was going to say because Ray just well, you like a fucking ghost, dude.
0: There no, my... My Wi-Fi, I had to hook up the wire.
2: Oh, I would say one thing. I would say All right, I'm good now. <laughs> uh if uh, Gabe and Keenan could both work on some elbows, it looked like it was their first elbow fight. They uh there's some opportunities for elbows that they both missed. yeah, exactly, Dorian. Yeah, exactly. And um, like you can't Gabe Vega is much too dangerous to play with in the pocket. You have to try and pick them apart from the outside, catch them coming in. Go to the body, slow him down. Like you you don't want to be in a firefight with that man, even if you're a bigger gentleman. Um intermittent slow. We got the seven six five internet going on right now. So Todd Banks versus Nicholas Walker for a belt now after Todd wins at MMA Castor Clones event. Man, that could be. He did, man. He looked really sharp. The second round. When he adjusted to um, Jake Field, or Jake, what's his name? Uh, Jake Friendly, Freely, uh, straight right in the second round, man. For one round of boss, you looked so good. You looked like, man, like the potential that you I see in you came out in that second round. You looked really, really good. And it was awesome to see. Yeah, boss. Who's your uh, favorite uh, leg kicker of the night, Ray? We, I never asked you this.
0: Uh I wanna say hmm, damn, I don't remember any late kicks. <laughs> any good late wait, I was on good late kicks. Uh I wanna say but I think that the the I Forgot K man, there was a lot of late kicks. I know one fight where it was a few late kicks, and I was getting excited.
2: Don't uh, Mixon had much. a bunch of late kicks. Mick Walker didn't like Brett Malone's kicks. Mixon chewed that leg up, he did do a really good job.
0: Yeah, yeah, Mixon did have a good some good late kicks. Man, somebody, how
2: could you forget this? Look everyone in the whole crowd except for you remembered it and you called the fight
0: Mixon had some good late kicks every time other people
2: too but that the synthesis guy uh what the hell is his name the one that fought uh pfeiffer jack Sheen had some awesome awesome calf kicks remember he got Pfeiffer with a couple good uh calf kicks yeah uh, yep. But Mixon definitely landed the most volume. You know, Brandon Hay landed a, a couple of nice ones in a row, too. He had that double leg kick. I think Pat Tome throws them, too. Yeah, he did. <laughs> call Ray the King Kick every time I open, the dude open. The motherfucker can't remember a single kick from last night. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. He's down in dementia oh damn yeah the, the CTE is a real thing it's hitting me and Ray hard. <laughs> <laughs> getting old oh All right, man uh, let's go out here we'll do our quick ad read thank you to JCR Transport uh, we really appreciate you Ed Rogers I know um, you help out fighters besides for us but you help out K-Man's Corner um, more than anybody else that we, we've we ever dealt with uh, you help me raise money for giving away fighter bonuses and to me that's one of the most important things that i can do as uh, a commentator and really help these guys out and man everyone could use it and the more we raise the more we give away so anyone that wants to donate to us uh help us out uh send us stars send us cash we'll get a uh maybe we'll do a gofummy or something too yeah we can pump a gofummy and see how much we can raise that yeah you
0: know uh like I said, when when the fighters get happy to get money, you know, it makes me happy.
2: <laughs> yes, seeing the fighters happy. So, want well, Ray and Rob Smith to keep me from conditioning before the summer ninth event. <laughs> you um, uh, you better get an oxygen mask. He's not gonna be able to keep up with Rob Smith. Sorry to one, dog. Good work though. We we definitely give Mixon the uh, leg kick award for the night.
0: Yes, we should do that leg kick award. <laughs> leg kick of the night.
2: <laughs> we weren't doing that before we started giving away cash cash prizes. We used to do leg kick of the night, but now that we do the cash prizes, we uh. That's yeah. That's we uh, we switched it up. We went to like that's more true. traditional awards. We could just give away eight hundred dollars for leg kick of the night, and <laughs> we'll definitely get some leg kicks. <laughs> Uh, All right. Uh, One more time, JCR Transport, thank you very much. Uh, If you're watching us, please like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, Please share this page. Please like and subscribe everywhere you see our social media. Um, Please don't watch tentacle porn. Stay away from it. You'll be addicted to like and You'll always be looking at your phone during a podcast. And always buy tickets from a fighter. (laughs) Make sure you're supporting a fighter. Um, buy your tickets from a fighter. Don't just buy them and not help a fighter out. Uh, next fight up in the local area is Castor Combs, November 18th. Uh, I got a guy there. Uh, we got some more local guys there, and we will – or Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Pokemon. Meldum. Oh,
0: man, who said, who put that there? Mel's oh, back. <laughs>
2: don't, don't pay ready to take off a shirt today, thank God, because we just ate at the buffet. Uh Maybe we'll get, get you guys back paying ready to take <laughs> off a shirt. That was probably some of the coolest podcasts we had when they were paying you to take off your shirt. Yeah.
0: Maybe, was, we'll, maybe,
2: we'll, maybe we can get people
0: to pay it leave it on. Yeah. I'm going to take off my shirt, pay that money up. <laughs> uh, Doran's... I felt like a slut, too. <laughs> I felt like a, a slut taking off my shirt.
2: Yeah, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Uh man, Dorian's hitting something hard. All right, we're gonna get out of here before these comments <laughs> get too out of control. Uh yeah. thank you once again. We appreciate all your support. Always love K-Man's Corner. We'll take care of the fighters. Till next time, we're out. Peace.